0: Hello ladies and gents and welcome back to the College Basketball slash NBA Insider. Prodigy Insider, sorry I can't even sit here at this moment. <laughs> so, um, this is my first real NBA pod. Uh, as you know by clicking on the title, it's my ranking, my top 10 point guards. Now I know there are a lot of different ways that people have been gapped. I went off how I actually feel. Because, like, James Harden and Kyrie Irving are both listed as shooting guards on basketball reference, but they both start together, which I think is stupid. Like, the obviously not them starting here, but the way that they have it ran over there. I also think it's really dumb that uh, LeBron's a point guard. I don't believe LeBron is a point guard. He's the main ball handler, but Dennis is a point guard. So, my first, uh, I, I'm going to rank all positions starting at... Point guard, then going down the center. But the first uh, point guard I have is an honorable mention. I have two honorable mentions. The first one is D'Angelo Russell. Actually, I'm sorry, I have three honorable mentions. Uh, D'Lo is obviously known for a lot of different things. He's an awful defensive player. That's what really keeps him off this list. He averaged nineteen. He's averaging 19 points per game this year, 8% from, th- from free throw, uh, 41 from line and 44 from the field. Uh, he's averaging, if I'm correct, 5.1 assists, 27 minutes and nights in it. He's playing for a team that's obviously not very good, as everyone knows. Um, Some things about D'Lo that I think are important that we touch on is he's a, probably one of the most gifted scorers in the league going to his left side. Um, other than going to the left side, he's not very well with his right. He does have a good amount of moves he can use, but he does not. He's a very good shooter as well, but overall, he just doesn't clamp down on the defensive side and really doesn't focus on defense at all, which really kills him in these rankings. Cause I am going defense is something I take very seriously, and at the top of the rankings, some of the guys just separate themselves with their offense. But you guys separate. You gotta gain stuff on defense if you want to be up there at the top, which uh, D'Lo doesn't really do. Which is okay, I mean, I'm not going to hate on him. But I do think, and there is a chance that you could say he's a shooting guard. Not this year, but he could become a shooting guard, so who knows. But I mean, that's just how I feel about him. Uh, The next person I just want to talk about real quick. My other honorable mentions are LaMelo and Lonzo Ball. Someone started Lonzo. Uh, Lonzo, obviously, in his career has not been known as a very good player. Well, Boysman is okay but not as good as he's been this year. Thirty-eight percent from three, forty one from the f- forty two from the field. F- uh, five and a half assists, four rebounds, fourteen points. uh almost eight percent from the free throw line. Lonzo's obviously on the come up, play a lot better than he has in previous years. Uh up to scoring, a little down in the passing, but I think that him upping his scoring, he's also getting less playing time. Uh he's a great defensive player, I think. Stan Gunny might disagree with you. Uh I think that there's a chance if you put him in a different system, he will definitely definitely thrive. Like I think if you put him in the system that D'Angelo Russell's in, I think that he could do way better than him. Uh even in the system of John Moransom where he's gonna have to be which a younger player I understand it was hard for him to do all those things. But it's different, yeah. Um the only other honorable, honorable mention I have does come from the same family. It is LaMelo Ball. I did not put LaMelo on this list. Some people are going to hate me for it. Some people are going to think it's smart. But I do not think LaMelo is ready yet just to be there. Uh, he is averaging 16 points, 6 assists, and 6 rebounds. 45% from the field, 37 from 3, 8 from line. Almost pretty, almost identical ones of stats actually. Um, Lamelo is not a very good on-ball or off-ball defender. He does get very lazy on the defensive side of the ball, but is so good in the playmaking game and is not playing with the most talent around him, which does inc- which does let him score more. But also, his assist could probably be higher if he played more talented players. He does have one and a half steals a game, which for him coming out of the draft, no one thought he was gonna be good at defense. Which I mean, he hasn't been awful, but he's not. He does, he's not got a legs defense. You can tell. He does try to leak out, get a lot of fast break points, but that is what you are supposed to do as a lead guard on a young, exciting, fast moving teams with Miles Bridges, PJ Washington, Scared Terry, Devontae Graham, and the Martin Brothers. Those type of teams are really just full of running, and that's Malik Monk. Sorry to sleep with Malik, but um, I think that Lameau is definitely deserves his rookie of the year. There have talks that he might come back earlier. They expect him to finish out the year, which would be, I think, really cool. I would love to see that. But, uh, you know, I think you do rest him a little bit. He's a rookie. You don't use all of his talents right now because I think that would just be stupid. And he has a whole career ahead of him, so if I was them, I would not push it too much. But, yes, if you want to make a playoff push, yes, you bring him back. He brought a team that really wasn't even contention. Like, coming this year, I think the, Sh- the Charlotte Hornets were going to make the playoffs. So I thought maybe they'd be, like, ten. They might get the play in That's what I was thinking. And he just shows, like, as a leader like him, he really can elevate your team. and He's really put on a different stage. Uh, sorry, I just yawned. Uh, the next person that I would like to talk about is John Morant. He's going to be my... Next point guard that I think is really important to talk about. Jaw obviously drafted number two overall last year, or yeah, last year. Uh all rookie team, rookie of the year last year. Um, Murray State uh some things about him uh, I wanted to talk about was Jaw is getting seven and a half assists on a team that really doesn't have guys that are not so they have shooters, but they don't have guys that are, like... They don't have Jaron Jackson, the second-best player on this team. He's very active. He does get a lot of turnovers, but that's just a young player needing to do everything. Uh, I mean, he he's forced to use the ball a lot, and I think he likes it. so good for him, but my point in that is just... You can't really tell me that, like, it's his fault. Some of the things are his fault, like... It's hard to play on a team that has no talent right now. I mean, the second-leading score on the Grizzlies right now, if I'm correct, is... Here, let me look at this real quick. I would assume it's like Dylan Brooks or Jonas Valanciunas, really. Okay, here it is. Yeah, Dylan Brooks. No, it's a, it is Jonas. Which well, good for him, but like, it just is showing you how low this team is, really. I mean, when they get Jaron Jackson Jr. back, I think they'll be fine. They'll definitely be one of the better teams. Uh, overall, he's just a great player. Does his job very well and is able to lead a team with less talent uh the next guy I want to talk about is uh number nine on my list he's a guy that some people might disagree with being this low is Deer and fox uh actually jeez he's played so good this year I might have to switch it I think I'm going to go De'Aaron Fox. Shooting 47% from the field, 32 from three, 72 from the line. Three and a half rebounds, 7.2 assists, 25.2 points. And that's really the big one, the 25.2 points. Uh, Really has just shown recently more than ever that he can lead this team. I mean, they're not very good. I'm not going to lie and be like, oh, this guy's carrying them to something great. But, I mean, they're winning games. If I'm being honest here, Tyrese Halliburton's a great player. And Buddy Heald, I believe, is pretty darn good. But everyone else on that team just doesn't do it for me. Harrison Barnes is a good player. Marvin Bagley's really just wasted a lot of time, I think, for them. But I think that... uh. Fox coming out of Kentucky was a great player. I always liked watching him. But I do think now he'll be even in a better position. Uh, He's going to be 24 next year. So clearly, I mean, he's just been put in the right position. Such a good player. Uh, The next guy I do want to talk about has been, sadly, f- almost completely fallen off. of a lot of system a lot of things we could talk about. Another thing I want to talk about really 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 quick. The day I'm recording this is, is April twenty second. I need everyone to understand that I'm not snubbing Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray would easily make this list. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be on this list. He is hurt. I need everyone to understand that. If Jamal Murray was not hurt, he definitely would be in the, I think, seventy nine category. I think that everyone needs to understand that. Uh, some other guys I could talk about that aren't on this list is, Jamal, is DeJounte Murray. He's barely snubbed out. As around well that list of snubs I already talked about. And the final guy I want to talk about for snubs I can think of right now is Mike Conley. I want to mention all those guys are great players. Mike Conley, I don't actually think, deserved to be all started if I'm being completely honest. 16.2 points, I mean, it's. He's a very good defensive player, I'll admit that. With all arms, wholeheartedly, he's a great defensive player. But the next guy we're trying on this list is Russell Westbrook. Also, I'm sorry I didn't interrupt there. I did want to just. Clear of the air that I'm not snubbing Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray would be on this list if he was not hurt. After seeing what he did last year in the playoffs, uh, so Jamal or Russell Westbrook is number eight on my list. He is averaging twenty-two points per game, eleven rebounds, eleven assists, four is free from the field, thirty-one from the line, sixty-two from the f- from free throw. The thing that hurts him. He's a nine-time All-Star, two-times-assist champ, average triple-double. I mean, he's a great player, but the thing that's holding him back, really, is that his team just is not good at all. And I'm worried that we're never going to see him, really, be another Russell Westbrook-type All-Star season. That's really sad to me. The guy I grew up watching, loving every moment watching him play, and he's out low in shots for recency. So, I mean, less points is expected, but it's very sad to see a guy fall off. He's a great player. Uh, I think Russell Westbrook just shows, even though he is not where he was, he is a killer. He has that dog mentality. And I think he is just a baller on all accounts. Uh, Next thing I want to talk about is was hard for me to think of where I want to put him. If I want to put him power forward, small forward, or point guard. And that's Ben Simmons. Uh the reason I'm putting out point guard is because in this In my opinion, the way that the Sixers start when everyone's healthy is if I'm correct, Ben Simmons, Seth Curry Who's the other guy? I'm trying to think Holy crap, Danny Green. To, Tobias Harris, and Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid make a good front court. But the thing is... That, uh... I think that Simmons... Like, Seth Curry's not a point guard. And Danny Green's a small forward. So I think he is a point guard. He does usually bring up the ball. Oh, what really brings him up to this list... I know everyone's a twilight. He can't shoot. What separates him, really, from any of the other guys you left off? This list is that... His, his three pointers shot thirty percent this year. Lim- very limited attempts. So who cares? Fifty four from the field, sixty one from the line, fifteen points per game, eight rebounds a game, eight or seven assists. Uh, but real what really changes him is he plays amazing defense. Just phenomenal defender. Uh, I think that Joel Embiid having. A, all NBA season at points also does change as well. Uh, he it was All NBA two thousand nineteen two thousand twenty. He's been All Defensive Team. Uh, something I think is really important about him is that he he gets one point six steals a game. I think that's a very good number. Uh, he's very effective with how he shoots. When he does shoot, he is getting good takes and just everything is good about his overall game. Everything is good about Ben Simmons except his shot. It's real. That's really the only thing full, full of this game. And it's very important. I'm not saying it's not. But he is a very good player and does not get the credit. I think he does deserve. No, actually, that's incorrect. I think he gets too much credit. But I don't think he deserves as much hate. That's what I should say. Um, The next guy I want to talk about here, I want to look at this. The next guy did wear Kobe's number out of remembrance of the GOAT, and that is Mr... So I'm trying to find it. It is Trey Young, the killer. I think he's a killer. I've stated that multiple times that he's a killer. Trey is really just a... Guy that I do think has slept on twenty five points per game. I'm not gonna lie, to you. He plays awful defense. I will never tell you that Trey Young's defense is good. I think he can be hidden. He he's well. He's probably the best passer. In... If I'm looking at this list, it's here. Him or CP three for best passer in the NBA. I think. I think it's very close too. I think, don't think it's that close, but it is. Uh. Trey does score so much. The only thing that's keeping the difference is that Trey Young is not a good defense player, and Chris Paul is. But the reason why Trey is ahead of Ben Simmons is Trey can score so much more, and he can still pass better. And I think that he doesn't slow his team down, just like Chris Paul doesn't slow his team down. Ben Simmons slows his team down. Some nights. Some nights they're slow because uh, their point guard can't shoot. In crunch time situations, they don't know what to do because their point guard can't shoot. And I think that's something that really needs to be talked about, especially in the Sixers organization. But Trey Young is just 25 points per game is phenomenal, almost 10 assists, almost averaging a double double. 87% from the free throw line, 35 from the three, which he wants to get up a little bit. 43 for a small guard from the field isn't awful. So I think he's just a very good player. And, I mean, they're a playoff team, so great for him. Good work, and he's really showing proven doubters. Like, I've had doubts about him before, and he's really proven me wrong with those. So props to him. I do hope it works out for him. The next team that I'm going to be talking about, or the next player, I should say, I'm talking about, Is Chris Paul. Uh, As everyone knows, Chris Paul played for the Rockets, the Hornets, the Pelicans. Obviously, no, Hornets and Pelicans are like the New Orleans. Hornets, New Orleans, Pelicans. Clippers, Horn- Why I say Rockets, and OKC. And now he's on the Phoenix Suns. And th- he's really just made an impact. I think that's really why he gets so much credit right now. It's because they are playing so much better. And his points are down. A lot of things are down in his game. But I think it's more than fine. Like who cares. He's still getting 1.4 steals a game. He's getting 8.8 assists. I mean he's just an overall phenomenal player. Uh, I want to see what he's shooting real quick. 37% from the three. Which is phenomenal for him. 48%. From the field, that is amazing for a guard. That is not that big. He just plays his game, and he's a great defender, which I think is also really important that we don't get to talk about enough. Uh, his defense is just amazing. Probably one of the def- best defense best defensive point guards in the league. Um, we're gonna take a short little break for now, and then we're gonna come back and finish up this list. So I hope you guys are liking. You guys liked honorable mentions through number five I believe yes CP3 was five so I'm not gonna give any orders but the players we have are left are Dame Kyrie Steph Luca those are the four players that are gonna be at the end of my list all right CP3 and Luca gave me a little bit of not CP3 and Luca CP3 and Irvin gave me a little bit of thought but I do believe that I am making the right decision with that but yeah, I just hope I'm going to finish this list up soon, and no time for you guys. So I'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Hello, ladies and gents, and welcome up to the last four people on my point guard rankings. And if you have not been listening, here's how the rules have gone. We are going by injury, and by injury, I mean out for the season, so Jamal Murray did not qualify. DeJounte Murray, Mike Conley, um... Drew Holiday, who I did not mention earlier, but Drew Holiday does qualify. So, there's a point guard. He might have been a shooting guard this year. No, he was a point guard this year. So, Drew does qualify, but Drew did not meet my list. Not for anything that Drew does bad, Drew just wasn't top 10 for me. Um. And, yes, I am a total believer that Drew Holiday is underrated. Uh-huh. The other two guys I believe I had I had both the Wall Brothers. And I wanna say who is the other guy I had on this list. Sorry I did leave, I did have to go do something before I finished the list, so it's not on the top of my head yet. Do, 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 do. Sorry, uh here was uh D Lo. was the last one. So the next guy on my list right now number four is Kyrie Irving. Um Kyrie, in my opinion, is probably the most probably the most exciting player on this list. But one of them. One of the top three or four, I would think. Uh Kyrie obviously now on the Brooklyn Nets, a super team. He's been on Brooklyn, Boston, Cleveland. Uh averaging twenty seven points per game this year. Not playing as much as you would like, but he is playing. Uh, six point two assists per game, four point eight rebounds, one point three steals, one point six blocks. Very low turnover number for a lead guard that has the ball in his hands as much as he does at point four and icing, a not Uh, Kyrie Irving so high for me because I think Kyrie Irving is just a ceiling raiser. Any team that Kyrie Irving's on is gonna just be good. I think Kyrie Irving is just a player that I love to watch. I think if you don't love to watch Kyrie Irving, you don't watch him, or you don't watch basketball, one of the two. Um, another thing about Kyrie that I think is very important is that he is very efficient. He's shooting 51% from the field this year. You know, if he shoots a little bit better down the stretch from the three-point line, he could be a 50 40, 90 guy, which, I mean, any of those guys are just phenomenal. If you're a 50-40-90 guy, props off to you. 'Cause in my opinion, it's one of the hardest things to do in sports is be a fifty, forty, ninety guy. Um I think the his effective vocal percentage is also at a career high, I believe. Uh well like his, his free throw attempts are a little down. And he's having one of his best passing years. Never has been a great passing point guard, but he's a very good at beating his guy off the dribble and getting the hoop and the harm. Uh probably the best finisher also at the rim for point cards. I think Kyrie Irving really is the premier guy, one of the premier guys at the point guard position and just makes the Boston team, or not Boston, Brooklyn team so much better. I know he's had character issues, which is something I am taking account, but I don't think it drops him that much. Uh, But I do think he's just a baller and a guy that you need on your team. Uh, Next time I want to talk about is Luka Doncic. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I do know i say his name, oh obviously in all Star season evan twenty eight point six points per game it has a very high turnover rate, but still is very young, eight rebounds per game, eight point seven assists, one steal game point seven blocks uh shooting very efficient from everywhere. Uh, his three-pointer does need to get up a little bit, I think, still. I think there's still tons of room to upgrade his three-pointer. But overall, I think it is pretty good. Uh, Luka's not a great defender, which has been shown multiple times. I mean, the Mavericks aren't that good this year, and that's a big reason, I think. Uh, the Mavericks are also going... I don't know, I think it's weird with him and... Chris steps, I don't love that fit, but I mean, if they want to run with the fit, they run with that fit, but I mean, I think that Luca obviously is on the uprise, which if anyone who watches basketball ever would agree with that, but I mean, he's just so hard to judge because he's young, he does have a lack of mobility, which a lot of players once you get to the NBA don't have that. I feel like they have lack of strength most of the time. He's sort of like an I'm not saying he's the opposite of Kevin Durant. But he does... He's like... Similar to Kevin Durant, but at the same time, so different. I don't know how to explain it. That's how I just picture him. Um... I think that it is very interesting that he the things he does well and the things he does bad because they're very weird from any player I feel like we've ever seen. Um. I think that overall, though, he's a great player. And he will be having a phenomenal career when it's all said and done. The good news for us as fans, I'll be on to wait for that. The uh, next part I want to talk about is Damian Lord. He's my number two, and you obviously know know who number one is now. Steph, chef, look at Curry, man. Sorry, I'm trying to find this. Damian... I'm sorry, my thing is taking forever. Ugh. I'm sorry, this thing is not loading. I'm trying to look up more of the large stats and stuff like that. Damon is averaging 28 points per game, 7.6 assists, 4 rebounds a game. Uh 43 from the field, which is a down for him, but it's alright. 37 from 3, um 92 from the line. Elma steal game, 7.6 assists, as I stated earlier. Is really just a great player. Dame is one of the, probably is by far the most clutch player in the NBA in my opinion. Now, people love to throw a Jokic in that conversation. I personally disagree. Well, they like to say he's better. That's what I'm trying to say. Dame came in legal later. Really shows that Lake star guys also can really be fine in the NBA. One well, more than fine. He's the second-best point guard in the NBA. Um. So, obviously, number one is Curry. I'm going to go through Curry's stats, and I'm going to break down this argument because everyone has it. All right, Steph is averaging thirty one points per game. He's averaging one point two steals, five point five assists, five point one rebounds, ninety two from the line. Uh, he's shooting from three forty two, from the field forty eight. So I mean, there still is a chance he could hit fifty forty ninety, but it's un- unlikely. Uh, my argument for Steph over Dame. Dean- his team is very good in clutch. Dame is a very clutch player. But Steph, I think, is a better overall player. I think he does a better job moving off the ball. I do think they're both very good players. Do not get me wrong. But I just think when it comes down to it, Steph Curry is the better player. All right, guys. So this is my first NBA VIN. I'm going to be posting also a link on my halftime. So if please go check that out. Please have a great day. Love you all. God bless you all and have a great day.